this is about how to use uh, your own mind power to be more resourceful and influence more, you know. So I've been reading the Law of Attraction by Abraham Hicks, which is uh, a book written by Devi and um, so let us read as you get into your automobile automobile and are traveling to your destination let your intent in this segment be to travel from one place to another in safety to feel invigorated and happy as you are moving forth and to be aware of what the other drivers are intending or not intending so that you may have through traffic in a state of flow, safe and efficient. When you get out of your automobile, you have now entered into a new segment. And so, pause for a moment and imagine yourself walking from where you are to where you intend to go. See yourself feeling good as you walk. Intend that you will move efficiently and safely from point to point. Intend to breathe deeply as you feel the vitality of your body and intend to feel the clarity of your thinking mechanism. Set forth your vision or your intention for the next segment you are about to enter. Imagine your greeting of the staff or of the employer. See yourself as one who uplifts others, having a smile ready. Recognize that everyone you meet is not deliberate in their intending, but know that by your, your deliberate intending, you will be in control of your life experience and you will not be swept up by their confusion or by their intent or influence. As you are moving through a day of segment intending, you will feel the power and the momentum of your intentions building and you will find yourself feeling gloriously invincible. And as you are seeing yourself again and again in creative control of your own life experience, you will feel as if there is nothing that you cannot be, do or have. For segment intending, carry a small notebook. Of course, your segments will not be just as we have offered and they will not be the same from day to day. In only a few days, you will find it easy to identify each new segment and to identify what you most want from it until very soon you will be able to clearly expect good results from every segment of your day. Some of you may find it more efficient and effective to carry a small notebook and to physically stop to identify the segment while you write a list of your intentions in your notebook. Since writing something down onto paper is your strongest point of focus in the beginning of your application of this segment intending process, you may find your notebook to be of great value. You have gathered some questions for 
us upon this topic of segment intending. So, resourceful influencing is that part of the which have very unconventional kind of uh, thought process. It is uh, it is just uh, tweaking your thoughts and uh, changing the vibration in the mirrors as it changes in you. If there is a person who is uh, bothers you, then he or she is part of a divinity and it is we, our own reflection in that person that is bothering us. So, that, uh, that part of us, which is not good, which we are seeing as we are seeing as a reflection in others, we can let go and uh, in its place, we can replace something which is beautiful. What is beautiful in others? We are expecting a beautiful response. Respect, smile, goodwill, and uh, very good, very good intention for us. So let us start with that. Can we write that down? Because it takes a lot of courage and initial resistance to do that. Because the, the negativity sometimes keeps us uh, within ourselves, within our restricting us from taking any more uh, um, step forward. So that is why we are um, stuck at one place or other. So in order to avoid that, uh, we can uh, take this uh, notebook and start writing. Segmenting is not about, uh, it is not always the way uh, it is advised. It can be your own. So whatever your way is, find that out and write it down the way you want to say. But it is always, always and always, it is, uh, it has to be something which brings positivity to you. So it has to be given out as positivity to the universe. Isn't there some goal to be achieved? Abraham, to me, segment intending appears to be the ideal, ideal vehicle for an instant practical application and realization of the law of attraction, the science of deliberate creation, and the art of allowing. In other words, by immediately coupling our now conscious awareness of these laws, which your teachings have clarified to us. With the segment intending process, we can each immediately discover uh, for ourselves, how our thoughts can affect our manifestations. I have been equating segment intending with the equivalent of intending a series of small goals or intentions of which we can almost instantly and consciously experience their manifestations. This brings me to my next question. Is there not a basic overall goal or intention for us to complete in, the, in this physical life? So the answer is there is, and just as segment intending is the intent that is that is closest to this moment in which we 
you are now living, your intent as you immersed into physical expression is on the other end of that, so to speak. In other words, here you are now intending what you most want from this moment. Yet, this moment is being affected by thoughts you have and had about this moment even before your birth into this physical body. As you emerged into this physical body from that inner broader perspective, you did have intentions indeed. But your intentions from this physical conscious perspective are dominant now. You are a puppet acting out that which has been intended before. You have a choice in every moment to decide what is most appropriate for your ever-evolving perspective. For you have grown beyond that which you were as you emerged into this body. For this life experience has already added onto that perspective. So it is every moment we have a choice and we can take that choice. Nothing, nothing, not many things is uh, destined for us. There are, of course, certain things destined for uh, the number of years we'll be living, how we'll be, uh, where we'll be going from here. All those are destined, maybe, but uh, how we are, we will be living, that is a matter of choice. Because that is the process through which we are going to discover our purpose. So that choice has been given to us. So the next question is, can the goal of happiness be important enough? Yes. So since I don't consciously know what the specific individual overall goals are, would there be anything more important than having a goal to just be happy? So the answer is, you have hit upon the way to know what it is you have intended as you have come forth from your inner perspective. In other words, you said, since I don't consciously know what the specific individual overall goals are, the reason you do not consciously know what the specific goals are is because there are no specific goals. You had before your physical birth general intentions such, such as being happy, being, being an uplifter, having continuing growth, but the specific processes or vehicles through which you will achieve any of those things is up to you to decide here and now, in this time. You are the creator. It is an anonymous uh, way to know. So, if I am thinking of, about creating something, so the, the best way to create, as I am intending right now, in front of everybody and whoever is watching, so I have this goal. Hmm. This process, the vehicle, is to reach out to my idols, like my mentors and the people who I respected. One of them is Tony Robbins. And uh, uh, so far, actually, I'm, I want to be part of being mentored by him. So much so that he... He takes me as my as as his advisor, and uh, I create new innovative ideas with my intention, my good heart, and uh, with that dream of eight billion billionaires, where I'm I'll be working out a billion dollar enterprise, and I right now I don't know how, but uh, he has the ability to create, and I have the ability to reach out and love. 
So that will be my process. And this is the intention I'm giving out to the universe. For, for my dream, in which there is a continuous uh, creation of billion dollar enterprises for everybody, whoever is uh, is willing to believe at the process of enormity and abundance in this world. And the more spirituality I, I spread, the more the confidence, the belief system will have. So I think that is my purpose uh, where I am born and I'm going through all this. So whatever difficulties I have gone through, it will be part, it is part of that resourceful influencing wherein uh, I'll be creating something which is enough. The way I'm, I'm reaching out to Tommy Robbins is it resourcefulness. Of course, it is some kind of a, a miracle. But I'm, I'm, I'm doing my part for the miracles to happen. How can we recognize that we are having growth? Let us take the intention that you mentioned, growth. How can we recognize when we are having growth? The answer is since you are a growth-seeking being, you will have positive emotion whenever you are recognizing your growth. And you will have negative emotions whenever you are feeling stagnation. You see, you do not necessarily have conscious recognition of the thoughts or intentions of your inner or broader perspective. But you do have communication. All physical beings have communication from their inner being in the form of emotion. And so whenever your emotion is positive, you can know that you are in harmony with your inner intention. What is a valid measure of our success? So here, before we proceed to measure our success and how to know it, I would like to add my perspective of resourceful influencing uh, in which uh, I, I I know the emotions. There is no positive or negative emotions as such. The emotions which scare us uh, and we see a kind of no, no, those are the negative emotions and uh, maybe that is uh, not taking us forward. But that if that is a dream, then and if it, it will make us enormously happy. Then it is a, it is definitely a positive emotion, even if it scares us. So, how do we measure our success? The answer is you have many ways of measuring your success. In your society, your dollars are a measure of success. Your trophies are a measure of success. But from our perspective, the existence within you of positive emotions in your greater nature of success. So the moment we have these positive emotions all the time, getting freed of the negative emotions are the nature of success. Can segment intending speed up our manifestation? The answer is it is absolutely more within your conscious control as you are consciously setting Fourth, your intentions. The alternative is to not make a decision about what you want 
and therefore in your confusion to attract a little bit of everything and in attracting a little bit of everything there is a, there is some that you like and some that you do not like the point of the segment intending process is that you will always be attracting that which you deliberately want no more creating by default no more attracting what you do not want you are right when you say that it can be sped up it can speed up the process for it is your clarity that speeds of course, you are physically creating as you move piles of dirt, dirt from one place to another or whatever it is you are doing. But you have not accessed the power of the universe unless your thoughts have brought forth emotion. When emotion is present, whether it is positive or negative, you have now accessed the power of the universe. When you really, really want something, it comes to you very fast. When you really, really do not want something, it comes to you very fast. The idea of segment intending is to set forth your thought of what you want, focusing upon it clearly enough. In this moment, that you bring forth emotion about it. Your clarity brings the speed. Meditations, workshops and the segment intending processes. Would you clarify what the differences and purpose of these three processes are? Each of these processes is a very different intention. And so your question fits in perfectly with our subject of segment intending. For as you are about to enter into any of these three processes, it is a good idea to know why you are entering into them and what you expect to receive. The time of meditation by your terms is a segment in which you are intending to quiet your conscious thinking mechanism in order to sense the inner world. It is a time of physical distraction or detachment from the physical so that you may sense that which goes beyond the physical. There are different reasons for the detachment and it is important that as you are entering this segment you identify what you, your reason is. Your reason in this segment of meditation may be that you simply want a detachment from the world that is confusing or troubling you, you want some time of refreshment. When we encourage meditation, it is with the intent of allowing the opening of your passage way so that you may blend the inner you the that exists in the inner dimension with the conscious physical you that is here in this physical body. Meditation is a withdrawing of your focus from the physical conscious world and and allowing of your focus to align with the inner world. Now, the workshop process is a segment where you are intending to give specific and precise thought to the details of what you want and to bring forth by the law of attraction clarity. In other words, you want to ponder your desire so specifically that you bring forth the power of the universe to speed your creation. The workshop is that the time in which you, you guide your thoughts in the direction of your of your uh, specific desire, align, aligning your thoughts in this moment with the desires that your life has helped you identify. In your physical world, you cannot have a physical experience until you have created it first in thought. And so, the workshop is that place where you give deliberate thought to 
and where you begin the deliberate attraction of the thing or, the, or things that you want. The process of, of segment intending is to simply recognize that you are moving into a segment where what you are intending is different from the last and then to stop and identify and uh, what you are now wanting. Segment intending is the process by which you eliminate the predominant hindrances to your deliberate creation. Influence of others who may have intentions than you do or the influence of your own old habits. How can I consciously begin feeling happy? Before we do that, we want to point out the great value in your being happy. You are like magnets and the way you feel is your point of attraction. And so, if you are feeling unhappy, if you are giving thought to that which you do not want, which is what you will be bringing forth the feeling of unhappiness, then you are attracting more of what you do not want. There is a great value in being happy because only from that point of being happy can you attract that which you want. But it is also your most natural state of being. If you are not allowing yourself to be happy, you are holding yourself away from who you really are. As you notice that you are in this moment happy, take the time to identify what things are present that may be affecting your happiness. For many of you, it can be listening to music that, uh, that is in harmony with you in the moment. For some time, it will be petting their cat or taking a walk or making love or playing with a child. For some, it will be reading a passage in book. For some, it will be calling a friend who is uplifting. There are many ways of doing it. It is of value to find many touchstones to use to uplift yourself so that you may always use another approach to bring forth that feeling of happiness. Uh, take notice of that which uplifts you and remember it. And then, then when you specifically want to feel uplifted, use that as a touchstone to your happiness. But what about when those around me are on the field? You can be happy only under the condition of giving thoughts to what you want. And so you can be happy under all conditions if you are clear enough and strong enough in your wanting to give your attention only to what you want. It is more difficult to remain happy or positive when surrounded by others who are unhappy. Or when you are surrounded by or involved with those who want something different from you, then you want to give them. But what we have noticed as we have been interacting with physical beings is that while you may have an experience that only lasts 5 or 10 minutes and while that experience may be unpleasant and uncomfortable, the majority of your negative emotion comes forth not during the minutes of that negative experience, but that come both in all the hours that you ponder and chew upon it after the experience. Usually, there is much more of your time spent in thoughts of the negative thing that has happened than in the actuality of what is happening. The majority of your negative emotion could be eliminated if in those times when you are alone, you would be focused upon 
what you want, what you now want to think about. And then in those briefer encounters, in those smaller parts of your life experience, uh, where you are actually being harassed by another, you will grow stronger in your ability to not notice the harassment so much. And in time, the law of attraction will not bring you to those experiences because those thoughts will no longer be active within you. Can I segment intent around unplanned interruptions? Of course, as your segment intending becomes more defined and as you get better of it, you will automatically have far fewer interruptions. You have been encouraging the interruptions because of your lack of segment intending in the past. As you begin your day envisioning free-flowing, smooth-flowing uh, life experiences, you will have eliminated some of those interruptions already. And for those interruptions that do come forth, you can deal with those segment by segment simply by saying um, at the beginning of the interruption, this will be brief and I will not lose my train of thought. I will not lose the momentum that I have set forth. I will deal with this quickly and efficiently and I will get on with what I was doing. Put segment intending expand my usable time. You will find as you become efficient with your segment intending that you will have many more hours in your day to do those things you want to do. Many of the things that you want have not been coming forth to you because you have not given clarity of thought to them and attracted them. And so the segment intending itself will give you that which you are seeking in this question. By being clear about what you want and no longer contradicting it with opposing thoughts, you will enable the law of the universe to do their work. And you will not feel a need to offer so much action to compensate for inappropriate thought. By offering deliberate thought, you will harness the power of the universe and it will require far less time for you to accomplish much, much more. Why isn't everyone creating life on purpose? Most are creating their experiences by default because they do not understand the laws. They really do not understand that they have those choices. They have come to believe in fate or love. They say, this is reality. This is just the way it is. They do not understand that they have control of their experience through their thoughts. It is like playing a game where they do not know the rules and soon they grow tired of the game because they believe that they have no control over it. It is of great value for you to give your conscious attention to what you specifically want. Otherwise, you can be swept by the influence of that which surrounds you. You are bombarded by this stimulation of thought. And so, unless you are setting forth the thought that is important to you, you can be stimulated by another's thought that may or may not be important to you. If you do not know what you want, when it is good for you to set forth the intent, I want to know what I want. And... As you set forth the desire, you will begin attracting data. You will begin attracting opportunities. You will begin attracting many things to select from and from those steady parade of ideas that will flow to you. And you will get a better idea 
of what you specifically desire. Because of the law of attraction, it is easier to just observe things as they are than it is to choose a different thought. And as people observe things as they are, the law of attraction brings them more of the same. And in time, people come to believe that they do not have control. Many are taught that they are not allowed to choose, that they are not worthy of choice, or that they are not capable of knowing what is appropriate for them to choose. In time and with practice, you will come to understand that you can tell by the way you are feeling the appropriateness of your choice. For when you choose the direction of thought that agrees with your broader perspective, your joy is your confirmation of the appropriateness of your thought. How important to our experience is wanting. In the desire to have no desire in order to achieve a greater states of worthiness, not also a desire. Wanting is the beginning of the deliberate creating. And so, if you refuse to allow yourself to want, then you are really refusing the deliberate control of your life experience. You are physical beings indeed, but you have a life force, an energy force, a God force, a creative energy force that flows into you from the inner dimension. Your doctors in all of their notice of it do not know much about it. They know that some have it and some do not. They will say this one is dead. He was, he has no life force. Creative life force flows into you for the extension outward toward whatever you are giving your intention. In other words, it is the process by which your thought brings to you whatever desire you are giving or to. The more you give thought to that which you desire, the more the law of attraction sets those things into motion. And you can feel the momentum of your thoughts. When you do not think about what you desire or when you think about what you want and then immediately think about the lack of it, you hinder the natural momentum of thought. That flat, listless state you are describing is caused by your constant slowing of the momentum of thought with your contradictory statements. Why do most settle for so little? It is not that you do not desire more, but you have somehow convinced yourself that you cannot have more. And so you want to avoid the disappointment of wanting something and not getting it. It is not because you do not want it that you are not receiving what you want. It is because you are focusing upon the lack of it. And by the law of attraction, you are attracting the subject of your thought, the lack of it. Whenever you want something and then you say, but I have wanted it and, and I did not get it. Now your attention is upon the lack of what you want. And by so, and so, by law, you are attracting the lack. Whenever you are thinking about what you want, you are feeling exhilarated. You are feeling excited and you are feeling positive emotion. But as you think, as you are thinking about the lack of what you want, you are feeling negative emotion. You are feeling disappointment. The disappointment that you are feeling is your emotional guidance system saying to you, what you are giving thought to is not what you want. And so we would say, allow yourself to want a little, put your thought open what you want, feel that, feel the positive emotion that comes forth from wanting. 
and let the disappointment go away. And in your giving thought to what you want, you will attract it. Speak to us about prioritizing our intention. Although you do not hold all your intentions at one place, at one point of time, you often have many intentions that do or relate to this point of the point in time. For example, you are interacting with your mate. You want clear communication. You want to uplift yourself. You want to uplift your mate. And you may want it to influence your mate to want to be seen. In other words, you want harmony. It is important for you to identify which intentions you want most to fulfill because as you prioritize, you give your singular attention to what is most important. And as you give it your singular attention, you attract power onto the intention that is most important to you. So here, something uh, is very, very important that I have read it. So in order to have harmony, don't contradict yourself because now I will say that as resourceful influencing because you have to influence your mind with positive intentions. That is where your resourcefulness comes in. And in the beginning, because your confidence is low, your prana might be low, or you might give yourself a lot of negativity with a lot of doubts. Self doubts and uh, um, the enormity of dreams that you have that might also would have scared you. But do not worry. Nobody is watching you except yourself, right? So, because it is your purpose and your life is on purpose, <clears throat> you have a choice. Just allow yourself to think positively, give yourself hope. Work on that and keep yourself happy. Give positive intention all the time. So let us say that you have begun your dream, but you have not clearly identified your segments. You have blundered into the day as most do, moving from one thing to another, buffeted about by the impulses. And desire of others or by your old habits. The telephone is ringing, your children are asking for this and that. Your mate is asking you questions and you find yourself not clear about anything. But you are moving about in a day that for most is rather normal. Now you find yourself involved in a discussion where you have not taken the time to identify what you want. And let us see, you find yourself in a disagreement with either your children or your mate or with anyone. It matter, matters not who it is. You feel burning bells coming forth from your inner being. The negative emotion is mounting in you for a number of reasons. You are a little bit mad at yourself for getting into this model because you have not intended clearly. But even beyond that, you are upset because you are in disagreements with what the other person is intending, what the other is stating or what the other is wanting. If you catch yourself in that segment and you say, what do I most want right now 
in this situation, you may recognize that feeling harmony really is your uh, dominant intent. Getting along with your wife or your child or whatever, that is having a harmonious relationship is far more important than this insignificant issue. And as you recognize that harmony is what you want most, suddenly you are clear. Your negative emotion goes away and you make a statement such as, wait, let us talk. I don't want to argue. For you are my best friend. I want us to have harmony. I want us to be happy together. And as you make that statement, you will disarm the other. You will remind the other that 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 is the dominant instant intent of him or her also and now from your new and focused prioritized intention which is harmony you may take a fresh view of this less important subject at home here we will give you a statement that it will set it forth at the beginning of all segments of your life experience will serve you very well as I am experiencing, entering this segment of life experience, it is my intent to see that which I want to see. And what that will do when you are interacting with others, it will help you to see that you want harmony, that you want to uplift them, that you want to put across your idea effectively, and that you want to stimulate their desire to one that harmonizes with your desire. That statement will serve you well. So we'll conclude here and we will see whether what kind of ideas we will have. So this will be the next segment of resourceful influencing. And thank you for uh, watching this segment, this part. And it is very easy, right, to set for the intentions because when you are in the flow of creating something which is giving you happiness uh, is, is a very important kind of uh, exercise that we can do in resourceful influencing. If you like this, then give myself, give me a review in the trust pilot uh, uh, by clicking the link that I have given there. Thank you for watching.